Welcome everyone to the Anxious Millennial Podcast. I am your one and only host, Alexandra. Pamela and Alexa met during their side hustle, Working in Bridal. They're both actresses who have insights and a ton to share on the entertainment industry. They started a podcast together, cleverly titled, No One's Okay, and decided they couldn't let their undeniable chemistry go to waste. Alexa's organic style balances out Pam's more methodical approach, and together they are simply put, transparent, hilarious, and fabulous. Pam is private, but finds the process of podcasting freeing, whereas Alexa is the go-go-go type, but needs to constantly remind herself to be mindful and slow down. They admit that they ground each other out, and frankly, that's exactly what drew me into their energy. So to that, ladies, I am so excited to welcome Pam and Alexa to the Anxious Millennial Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. That was the nicest intro ever. I know. And like so spot on. I was like, oh God, she knows me. <laughs> Ladies, research, I swear. Well, it was it was like that. I mean, you guys were super transparent from the get-go, like from our first conversation. Like I, I, I you know that chemistry thing where like you have it or you don't have it, you know. Thank you. We 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 like to think we have it. We we actually are good friends. And honestly, like we want to be friends with you. We're so happy to be doing this with you. So we feel like we have it with you too. So we're so excited. Oh, that's the best. Thank you so much. I feel it. I felt that. So ladies, I'm going to jump right in and respectively you girls tell me each. uh, And as I always say, of course, simplicity is queen. So do tell me girls, what is your individual word for 2020 and why? Do you want to go first, Pam, or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Patience. Oh, yes. Did you, did I take yours? I'm so <laughs> upset. Yeah, okay, I'll so come up with another one. <laughs> this isn't happening. What? This is what live is, you guys. This is it. You know, it, it. it really occurred to me that maybe your word would be patience too. And I'm like, shoot, like I should come up with another one. And so my other one was persistence, but it was definitely patience. Okay, my second one was perseverance. So, wow. Here Whoa. we are. Mind blown. Um, did I say chemistry? I think I said chemistry. I- <laughs> <laughs> totally nuts. Do tell, Pam, why? Well, I think it's been a trying year for everybody. And I feel like patience with myself, patience with the people around me, patience with um, how slow my, you know, acting has been lately. I mean, everyone's businesses have sort of slowed down during this time and it's really frustrating for everybody. So I just feel like I've been trying to employ patience and I'm not saying I've been successful, but I've been doing my best. Patience is so difficult and it's a practice thing, but it's (laughs) in times where you're feeling stressed, I feel like patience is like literally impossible I don't know if you girls feel that way, but like, I, I, yes. Yeah. So Alexa, what about you? What seeing as you, you, someone kiboshed your word. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, I mean, I can go off of what Pam said, but also, I mean, patience is kind of my word every year to be honest with you. And because I'm, I'm awful at it. I'm really, really awful at being patient, Um, especially with myself. I'm really, really hard on myself. And I need to remember that I am human and that I'm going to make mistakes. I make mistakes all day, every day. And instead of, you know, beating myself up, I need to be patient with myself 
and um, maybe kindness could be another word too. Kindness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Being kind to yourself, being kind to everyone around you. This is a really hard time. I mean, you never know. I mean, I always think like whenever you get a bad reaction out of someone, it's always good to remind yourself, okay, what is this person going through today? What things have they encountered during the day that's making them react the way they are now. Um, so just being kind to everyone, no matter what um, they're going, cause you know, we're all going through stuff, especially now. Baggage, so yeah. much baggage, <laughs> so much baggage. Well, honestly, not for anything. I feel like those two words go hand in hand. So it kind of, it kind of works seeing as you guys are like yin to each other's yang. Yang? It's yin and yang, right? I feel like I never yeah. did that right. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Yes. <laughs> What's your word, Alexandra? Ooh, no one's done that yet. <laughs> I love it. Curveball. Um, I'll take it though. Oh my gosh. I have to say compassion. Not just for other people, but to both your points, actually with myself. I, that was so good. I can't believe that. I've never gotten that. No one's done that before. So kudos. kudos. <laughs> no one's I'm okay. Curious. Everyone's okay yeah. this time. I love that. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, no, I just feel compassion like that uh, with each other. I mean, and with yourself, you know, we mess up and you would never treat a friend the way I'm sure we all trash talk ourselves when we mess up. So th there's no point in being your own worst enemy. You're supposed to be, you know, like the whole thing about putting your mask on and then you can like help someone else on a plane. Compassion is putting your mask on, get that oxygen, and then you'll be fully whole for, for, for people you love and other people. So, you know, and that's not like a narcissist thing. It's just be nice to yourself. <laughs> You know? How can you be Absolutely. there for someone else if you can't be there for yourself? Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If your cup is empty, you can't fill someone else's. Absolutely. And I feel like we use that for parents all the time. But even if you're not a parent and even if you don't have someone's life depending on you, you know, being a human is is hard. <laughs> we can say it. It's It's really messy and ugly and imperfect so yeah no oh I, I really enjoyed that oh that was so good <laughs> I want to tell all my interviewees going forward by the way uh Pam and Alexa turned it around on me what you got <laughs> <laughs> so actually on that thing as you girl speaking of chemistry um can you girls tell me on how you decided uh, on the title of your awesome podcast no one's okay tell me the story behind that I you mean, want this one ma'am <laughs> I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Um, it kind of just, it, it started out as, a, out as a phrase that we used to just throw around uh, when we were venting to each other about our, our side hustle at the time. And it, it was kind of just like an inside joke at first. We'd be like, oh, well, no one's okay. It's fine. No one's okay. <laughs> like, you know, kind of jokingly. Um, is anyone okay? It, no one's okay. <laughs> and, then, and then it became, and then we started to think about it more and we were like, well, no one really is okay. No one's just okay. Like you ask someone how they are and they're going to say, okay, that's, that's, I, I feel like that's usually what the response you get. Right. But you're usually doing better than okay or less than typically. Wow. I, honestly, cause I'll be completely transparent. The title is what drew me in. Like it, it was, it was your title that made me want to listen. That made me want to learn about you girls. I'm like, I hadn't like, I, I'm a podcaster and I listened to podcasts and I felt like the title was so brilliant because it's so perfectly pinpoints how we all feel, but no one ever says 
so brilliantly chosen. So kudos. Thank you. Kudos on that one. So yeah, so we had an insightful conversation about being in the entertainment industry, which you're both in, um, in LA. So can you tell us all the things? So how do you feel about right now what's happening with, with COVID or just being in the entertainment industry in general? I Right now with COVID, I think as with every business, um, every everyone has been affected. So for us auditions have slowed down and we've experienced kind of a transition from in-room auditions where you get to like feel the energy of like the other actors or, you know, the producers and you get to like really kind of vibe with people in the room to creating self-tapes and submitting them, which for me, I actually enjoy creating self-tapes. I know Alexa feels a little bit differently, but it's just been an adjustment that everyone has had to make to kind of work remotely. So for us mere mortals, what are what are self-tapes? So when you get an audition for a role, you get a script and you have to usually present it in a room, do your, your take on the character. But in a self-tape, you film it yourself uh, with, you know, plain backdrop, you, you slate your name, you say a little bit about who you are and you perform your scene and then you just submit that electronically. Okay. So it's, it's your audition. Yes. Wow. Cool. Okay. That must be so, okay. No wonder you're both such naturals at like, you know, being in the moment. I feel like that just comes so much from your art. What about you, Alexa? What's your take on like, I guess the moment right now in the industry for, for you? Yeah. So like Pam said, um, self-taping has been a little difficult for me because I am definitely someone that vibes off of, uh, the energy in the room. Hmm. Um, and that adrenaline, I guess I'm, I, I'm got, I'm getting better at it obviously. Cause I've had to do it more and more. It's just, you know, the way things are going, which is fine. It's completely fine. It's just a learning curve for me. Um, I also tend to overthink things a lot. So when I have the time to take as many takes as I want, <laughs> I will do that. And then sometimes I'm like, well, I guess I don't know where I am now. Is this a disaster? You know, and so for me, it's more it's more um, just, you know, I like going into the room, feeding off the energy, giving my performance, you know, with my my raw instincts and then letting it go. Whereas I feel like I tend to hang on to self tapes a little bit longer um, and mull over them. And it's very not very healthy for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, working on it. Kindness, compassion, yes. patience, Kindness, everything, all the things. And just again, I'll say as a mere mortal, once again, I'm repeating myself, but being in this situation and being a recipient of art. So in times like this that are dark or darker, um, I just have to thank you both because I feel like the contribution that anybody who's in either entertainment or music, um, or just in the arts in general, I think your contribution in this time more than ever is so important because we need an escape and we need something to make us feel good and to make us feel whole and to make us laugh. So Mm -hmm. I really do thank you. And honestly, I don't think a lot I don't think you're you're being commended enough for what you do because let's be honest, we're all home and in the evening we all turn to art in some way to help us cope. 
So I really do thank you both for that and your contribution to the arts, honestly, honestly. And I think more people should be thanking you. So that's just my two cents. You are are so sweet. And honestly, I was going to say, first of all, not you're you are not a mere mortal (laughs) i mean we are all kind of in your podcaster as well and i have to thank you because your podcast is about addressing you know mental health and how you're feeling and your mental you know space and especially during this time that's invaluable thank you absolutely yeah you talk about the things that people don't like to talk about yeah very important and it's hard to do (laughs) yeah very hard thank you that that means a lot to me this is a it's a space that's I think important for us all right now to talk about no matter what industry any of us are in um you know and we're all three of us are are millennials and you know we all identify with each other but even for non-millennials I think mental health is something we should talk about um and not just right now to be honest with you I think once we're past this hump or glitch of life, whatever we're calling it. I think this is an opportunity for us to evolve as humans. You know, I think this is like our version of what a war would be, I believe. So I feel like we're going to come out of this deeply. This just got deep. Oh boy, this just got really deep. I love it. It's all good. (laughs) Um, So actually... I guess I was going to say lighting it and lightening it up, but maybe not so much. But um, we talked actually also about, and I literally, I'm air quoting, but verbatim, we talked about expedited growth on our first conversation um, that you guys felt and experienced during quarantine and are still experiencing. So do you both channel your creativity while navigating this this really weird, awkward time right now? Yeah. I mean, in fact, our podcast, I feel like has really saved me. Um, just keep, just keep doing it. Just every time we record, I feel like, um, I have a better day. (laughs) Um, even if I was having a bad day before I hop on here with Pam and we do a podcast and I feel 10 times better. And it's been a really great outlet for me to pour my creative, creative energy in and, um, yeah. And to have a amazing partner by my side doing so has been very helpful. Oh, shucks. Uh, that's very sweet. Yeah, it's I, I completely agree with everything you say. Like, uh, there are days where we literally will we're, we're not shy about saying when we're each in a bad mood. And there are days where like, we're really not feeling like we want to do it, but we do it anyway. And then we're always laughing and in a good mood by the end of it. It's such a process, right? I, I, it's It's podcasting is so interesting. I'm new to it. So you so guys can impart, come on, you, you're not as new as me. You're, you've been at this, you know, you're, you're not newbies. I feel like you guys are, and even the way you interview people, I feel like you're so there. And again, you did your research, but I feel you're absolutely right that you come away from your session or your interview, or even if you're just with each other, you come away so much happier and so much more fulfilled. Podcasting is amazing. I'm I'm obsessed with the medium. Don't you guys love it? Yeah. I, I'm really obsessed and I didn't know that I would fall so deeply in love with it. Even like when we decided to start it, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to enjoy it. But like, I had no idea I would enjoy it this much. No clue. I never in a million years thought I would ever start a podcast, to be honest with you. It's something that never even crossed my mind. I feel like it's such a natural progression for both of your, again, it's your creative paths. I feel like it's such a natural thing. In fact, I mean, you're you're both actresses. I feel like even like a vlog at some point could be really cool. I'm just saying, I don't, you've probably thought about it, but just, just putting it, just, I'm going to write that down really quick. Take notes. Planting the seed. 
<laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's something I think podcasting is also really hard and there's a ton of research. So I just want to say it's not like it's not a walk in the park. I'm sure you girls had to do a ton of research, right? Because like editing and sound and I was praising you for your sound before we hopped on the interview, but like there's a lot to sound. <laughs> there's so much to sound and that's been a big uh, challenge that we've encountered yeah while we've been re recording remotely because we used to record in studio and ever since we've just been trying to figure out the tech for, for since March. So oh, we're wow. happy. We're, we feel like we made a couple like steps forward, but yeah, it took a while. Do you both do your own editing? We have an editor, the lovely Jason Crow, and Ooh. but there, there ha we know how to in case there's like an emergency and we, and we have to. Correction, okay. Pam knows how to. I'm just going to be sure Alexa, here's the thing about Alexa. Alexa says that she doesn't know how to do things, but you give her like literally 15 minutes. She can figure anything out. It's very sweet. Pam. Oh, oh, guys, this is, this is where I feel so strongly that a partnership like this does not come around often. I'm just saying like I've, I've gone through opportunities where it's like, oh, let's, let's start something together. And it never panned out just because, or did it Pam? Out. I love that. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> no, but it just, it never worked out because like the chemistry wasn't there. And if there's something I can tell you both is that like, keep this golden partnership and like nurture it to like, to the, to the death, because there's something so precious about a partnership and they really are rare. I'm sure you guys feel that way too. It's, it's, it's that little something. For sure. For sure. I mean, I think that's why we're still in it together and even, you know, started it together. Cause I think we kind of knew that we're, we work well together for sure. So once, when you guys are together and when you're vibing off of each other, like, can you guys read each other's energy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how is it is it when you're even when you're not together like how do you how do you feel each other it's very easy I think for us to read each other yeah I do too and I'm trying to figure out why that is I don't I I think it's very hard for her we are like actors but in real life I think we have a hard time like masking how we're feeling yeah. so she and I Okay, Alexa, like, let's admit it, like, we're not perfect humans. And we're very good friends. But one of the things that like, we've gotten pretty decent at is like, telling each other when we're bothered. Yes, <laughs> we are. Important. So like, at first, like, it was like, we were kind of like feeling each other out, like, maybe I should maybe mention this, but I feel like we've gotten a lot better. And it doesn't happen very often. I could maybe name on one hand the amount of times it's happened in the last few years. Um, well, well, someone will say, oh, this thing bothered me. But but then it's like resolved in literally two minutes. Okay, that that's really rare. That's really rare. That means that there's something there, like inherently really strong about your your friendship and your relationship and your partnership. Because it takes a really strong like base to be able to be super honest with each other, be like, okay, we're good. We're Let's move on, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, am I right? No, I mean, you're totally. Did, did I miss? No, something? you're totally right. I was just about to say, like, we're not afraid to be completely honest with each other, um, and I think that's really important for not only like our friendship, but also our business relationship with the podcast. Um, and I don't know how that. I mean, we started out as really, really good friends, so I we obviously we started that relationship there before we jumped into this together. So I'm guessing that that probably helped 
helped form our business relationship as well. But yeah, I think it's really important to be honest with whoever you're working with and come, but come at it with tact, obviously. Uh, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, That's always helpful. You know, be mindful of the other person's feelings and how, you know, they're going to take the information. And I think we're pretty good about that for the most part, but yeah. Yeah. I I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting because you both have such different styles. So you would expect there to be more headbutting than there actually is. But then in the end, I actually think you both complement each other actually. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to think so. I just think, um, really the only times where we have like had a discussion about something like that would be like, because we're new at this Hmm. and we're both navigating it together. And by the, because of the nature of podcasting, you're kind of putting yourself out there. So there are times where we'll have discussions like, Oh, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable about like something I may have shared. Like, how do you feel about what you shared? Mm-hmm. Kind of conversations like that, because we're both navigating waters that we have never, you know, ventured out on before. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I completely understand where you're coming from. It is a very difficult balance to strike, especially in mm-hmm. my case, because my podcast speaks about anxiety. And so I try to make sure I'm really open and transparent with my listeners. I want them to know about my journey. I want to be candid, just like I want my interviewees to be super candid and open as well. But I also have to make sure that I'm respecting their boundaries. So it's a, it's, it's a, an ongoing teeter-tottering of making sure that everybody feels really comfortable, but we're also being super authentic. Alexa, what are your thoughts? It's It's kind of... Um, I want to say like, I feel like for both of us, it's very different, like Pam and, but you've kind of organically been sharing more and more as we, you bring it out in me. I also think too, like it's having respect for one, each one, like one another, um, during the, during the process. And like, there were times where Pam was like, I don't feel uncomfortable. I don't feel comfortable sharing that. And I'd be like, you know what? Cool. I understand that I do. But I can understand why you don't. And so it's it's kind of just meeting in the middle and finding kind of like finding our own flow, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, so there's, you know, and even sometimes I feel like I overshare and I'm like, Pam, do you think I overshared? And she's like, no, I think it was fine. And I all, I respect her opinion. She'll ask me the same sometimes. And because you want it to be relatable and I you want people to listen and you want people to be like, oh, yeah, me too. I always feel, I think I said this to Pam um, on one of our, on one of our recording sessions, I said, it's kind of like when you're in school and um, the teacher says like, if you have any questions, ask it because, you know, someone else in the room might have the same question, but be afraid to ask. And it's kind of like the same thing. Like when you're sharing stuff about your personal life, like not everyone's going to come out and talk about this openly. People aren't sharing these things because it's awkward or it's weird or it's hard. So when you put yourself out there, you know, my only hope is someone else out there is going to be like, oh yeah, me too. I feel that too. And I think that's what gets me, motivates me to be vulnerable. I love when you use that analogy. I have always considered myself a very private person. 
And so I honestly like don't know how we started this, <laughs> frankly, because I'm so <laughs> private. But what I have noticed is, you know, I still like keep like a lot of my personal life very close to the chest. Um, but I have noticed too that I have slowly been more, you know, free with what I share. And it's, it's kind, it's freeing. It's, I feel like really good about it because at the end of the day, it's, it's, I'm being honest. And I've gotten comments from people saying, you know, that was really vulnerable for you to share. And that made me feel better about this thing that I was feeling. And that is so cool to connect with someone that way. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and the the key and the magic there is I don't know how, but you know inherently. We all know it's intuitive. It's like a sixth sense. We know when someone's being authentic, right? You know when someone's like, "Wow, I'm I, I she's or he is being vulnerable. I'm connecting right now." And we all I don't know how, we all feel it unless you know, someone's sort of more of an egocentric type mm-hmm. or they're not super clued into other humans. But I would like to think that the majority of people have this innate ability to recognize when someone's being real. And when someone's not, there's like a, you know, like you ever, I hate saying this, but you ever meet someone every once in a while and you're like, uh, there's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm, something that you feel you know, uncomfortable. Like, that's like, yeah. In their presence. Yeah. Right. Right. Like that's, that's your voice. You have mm-hmm. to listen to that. What's your favorite topic on your, on your podcast? What's your, what, what are your favorite topics to talk about? Oh, wow. <laughs> your face. Or your least favorite. I can turn it around and say, what's, what's something you absolutely like, Ugh, I hate, I hate going there. I don't think there's anything that I, have hated covering. I don't know how Alexa feels about that. I, I've really enjoyed all of our topics. I like when we, my favorite episodes are when we pick an emotion and really dive into it. Um, when we first started the podcast, we were picking an emotion. For example, I'll use fear. Uh, we would pick fear and to lean into that to, you know, to really talk about it, we decided to go skydiving and together. And it was, first of all, an incredible experience. I will never forget that day. Um, but we talked about the experience of skydiving, how it affected each of us, how it, um, how we felt about fear before and after how it affects our acting. And then we talk about, you know, our favorite, performances in film and television that embody fear. Those are my favorite episodes. But unfortunately, since, you know, the pandemic, we really haven't been able to go on many adventures, but that that's, that would be like my favorite thing to do. Love that. And we'll be back to adventures one day. What about you, Alexa? How do you, what, what do you love covering? I don't know if it's, I, I mean, I love, I love covering all the topics that I feel like we have covered so far. Um, I, I, I do really love diving into the emotions though. I will agree with Pam on that. Um, just off the top of my head, I really liked, uh, we tackled um, empowerment. Oh my God. I literally knew you were going to yeah. say that. I don't know and why. Just, I don't know. It was, it was very uh, female, female empowerment to be a little bit more specific. So that was a really, really fun episode. We went to a pole dancing class. <gasps> I have always wanted to try a class. I was going to book one in March. <laughs> And then the world imploded on itself 
and then I couldn't go. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, was it was it everything and more? Oh my gosh. It's wonderful. It is so wonderful. I recommend uh, I recommend it. It's like an upper body workout, like an all the whole body, I guess, oh, right? Yeah. Like totally. Whole whole body workout and just leaning into like the music and really kind of not thinking too much about what your body is doing and just like doing what feels good. That that's amazing. Oh my gosh. That is such a bucket list thing. Okay. Give me each a bucket list thing that you have. I feel like skydiving was one of them, but we did. (laughs) We did that one. I want to go to the Grand Canyon soon. Grand Canyon is on the list for sure. We were going to do that one for an episode on awe. But I, I think we're when we did an episode on awe, but we we might do a second one after we go to the Grand Canyon because you know that's supposed to be an epic site. So yeah. I'm excited to do that. That's definitely a bucket list item. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love the topic of awe. By the way, love that. So actually, back to awe and well being and mental health. What practices do you both do to stay balanced and manage stress and anxiety? Cooking and baking are really helpful for me. It's a, it's a must. Mm, mm. And listening to music, I lean on music so, so much um, on the day-to-day to, um, I don't know, keep me, keep me grounded. Uh, yeah, I love, I love music. I also like to sing, so I'm just a musical person in general. But yeah, cooking, music, sometimes music while mm-hmm. cooking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The best things. The best. Maybe. What about you, Pam? Uh, music is a big thing for me as well. I like to get in my car and go for a drive. Uh, mm. Sometimes if I'm having a really long day, even if I've just been out in the city and I have a long commute home, sometimes I'll even like go past my home and just keep driving for like an extra hour to clear my head. And I'll like blast my music and I'll just be in my thoughts and I'll just drive. Sometimes I'll go to the beach. It's really nice. Um, I I like to do that a lot. And I like to call up friends and laugh and see how they're doing. That really helps. Yeah. Laughing is so important. It's uh, I had a good laugh today over, I froze during a meeting. I literally, what was your face? I think I was like, Oh no, I wish I had frozen. Like, <laughs> but I froze. I literally, um, choked, I guess oh, would be the better okay. word. Okay. Guys, I choked and I was tripping over words. And then I just burst out laughing and I'm just like, this is the best thing I can do at this point. I forgot like my brain just like, dude, it just left. So I'm like, I might as well just go ahead and laugh at myself at this point. And, um, and, <laughs> and then I guess everybody on my zoom decided it was okay to laugh too. And I just got on with my uh, presentation, but, um, I love that laughter, laughter and yes. laughter at yourself actually. <laughs> so what makes you each the happiest? I, I'm happiest when I'm spending time with the people that I love. Hmm. Yeah, I would say that too. I'm also, this is very random, but I'm very happy when I'm dancing alone in my room. Very, very, very happy. That is absolutely not weird at all. I have just recently rediscovered 90s R&B and I wondered where it went this entire time. Seriously, 
Yes. If someone's got to make you feel that way, you got to find that person who makes you, I think it was a meme, but yeah, that makes you feel like nineties R and B. That's like, it's so real. It's so real. I would like some pony. Yeah. yeah. That, like, talk about a good pole dancing yes. song. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh no, guys, you don't understand how devastated I am about that class in March. It's fine. I'll find a way to make it happen someday, some way, somehow. But there's no better segue from pony to the following. <laughs> so if you ladies were to have a lunch with anybody, who would you pick and why? I thought of Elizabeth Olsen just now. I really love her, respect her as an actress. I think she's incredible. And also she is a badass producer. And I was listening to uh, the Sam Jones um, podcast that she was on and I was just like feeling everything that she was saying. And I just feel like she's really intelligent and, you know, really insightful. And I would love to just chat with her about being a badass female boss. Ooh, I bet you if you reached out to her, I'm like, I'm pretty convinced you guys can have her on the pod. I'm just oh my saying God, that like, would be a, a dream. That'd be crazy. Ooh. I would love that. Scare yourself and do it. <laughs> um, what about you, Alexa? A little bit more of a pipe dream, um, but Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> oh, she's like, I just want her to be like my another grandma for me. Like, I just love her. She's always, she's always been my idol. She, she, um, played in the film version of one of my favorite musicals and performed as one of my favorite characters in that musical. Um, and I've just always adored her work. Um, Oh, she looks like she'd be an awesome mentor too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, who would you have yes, lunch who with? Who would you have lunch with? Oh, flipping the switch. I love it. It's, both an impossible question to answer, but a super obvious one. Michelle Obama. That's a good answer. I mean, right. She's absolutely everything. It's so, it's like visceral as, as a, as an answer. I mean, I'm, I'm like obsessed with her. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with her. There's just no other way to put it. It's just, she's everything. She's all the things. You were reading her book, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Her and the documentary on, she's just, and just the way she delivers messages, her communication, yes. you guys, the way she speaks, mm-hmm. like the eloquence. Don't we need more eloquence? Badly. Like, <laughs> badly. See, she is like so classy. So classy. I just look at her and I'm like, that's class. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And secretly, I've always been really intrigued by women who have the uncanny ability to be charismatic, but at the same time, sincere. Like there's nothing showy about her. She is being unequivocally herself. There's just no other way to put it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everything, everything about her. And again, I'll cap it off with yeah. authenticity. There's something so real about her. And she even admits that she hates politics. Hello. Love that. She's not lying about it. Yeah. So just, you know, being herself. Ladies, this was amazing. I want to do more. So if you want to do a part two, I'm really down. Oh my gosh. We, ha- we, we love have- you. We had we a great to have time. you on our show. Yeah, we I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that we want to have you on. 
I'm more Yay. than down. Yay. Just say when and I'm there. I'm there. Thank you both so much for your time and your really positive vibes. And I'm sending those vibes right back to you ladies and sincerely wishing that you both actually do end up interviewing your lunch dates. Likewise. Yes, likewise. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What would I even call her? Like <laughs> Mrs. Obama? If you're listening, come on yes. this podcast, please. I, like I would freeze up like I did today on my Zoom. I'd like, I don't even know what I would do. You would laugh <laughs> yes, with her and it would be awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys, I'm actually like, I'm getting back sweat right now. Just thinking about, it. I don't know how I would handle that. Oh my gosh. Thank you girls so much. I really Thank appreciate you. the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. This was a blast. I believe Amy Poehler said it best, and loosely quoting her, find people who challenge and inspire you and spend a lot of time with them. It will change your life. I want to thank Alexa and Pamela for joining me on the Anxious Millennial Podcast. Please go check out their podcast called No One's Okay. It is so clever and hilarious, just as they are. Ladies, Thank you for pivoting my energy. I am so happy I have found two new friends and you best believe there will most certainly be a part two. So to everyone out there, I wish you an amazing week and as always telling you to go conquer. Bye.